Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This SR Man podcast represents the views of Tim Gray and is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. Always seek the advice of your GP or another qualified healthcare provider for any questions you have regarding a medical condition and before undertaking any diet, exercise or other health-related programme. Welcome to this SL Man podcast in which some of the biggest names in business, fitness, fashion and more tell us about their careers, their style, their routines, their mental health and much more. Welcome to the SL Man podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week I'm joined by Heather Steele and Tim Gray. Tim He's one of the world's leading biohackers. He lives and breathes all things health and wellness, but his health hasn't always been this way. Bedbound by a chronic illness at the age of 32, Tim made the decision to overhaul his lifestyle and a decade later, he's in peak condition with a biological age of 30, yet having just had, and this is, this. if you're looking at Tim, Tim is 44. Tim, I'm just gonna pause my intro to say that, that is extraordinary. You do not, I know we're making you blush, but you don't look 44 by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Thank you. Um, as part of his mission to educate and empower others Tim founded the Health Optimization Summit Europe's largest health conference that showcases the best in biohacking nutrition, fitness and functional and preventative medicine ahead of this year's summit he's here to chat his health journey his daily routine and how to make biohacking work for you welcome Tim thanks for having me (laughs) thanks for being here Um, what is biohacking? it's a really funky label for optimizing your health that's the it's a way to belittle it very quickly i think that there's a lot of people attach themselves to good labels and i think biohacking is far more than just health optimization although in essence that's what it is it's uh by definition dave asprey who's the father of biohacking uh it's to optimize the environment inside of you and outside of you to take control of your own biology so that means for instance changing the lighting in your home um, from led flashing lights which can cause energy issues at the mitochondrial level um, through to changing the water that you're drinking and then um, also like the food that you're eating or basically your environment inside and outside and that's what it boils down to and we do that from tracking using sleep trackers which are now commonplace flashing your aura ring yeah yeah. Um, tracking your lung capacity or various other metrics as well and then looking at what the optimal is and then dialing it in until you get to close to perfection. I think we'll, there's a lot to talk about in and around biohacking, but can you tell us a little bit more about your journey? Kind of, what were you like? Were you in inverted commas normal before? Like the rest of us who aren't biohacking and what happened? God, uh, what a different person. (laughs) Um, I was running, I've always been an entrepreneur or running companies. This has always been my thing. And I once remember sitting at my desk in my previous company saying there's nowhere else on the planet I'd rather be than here in front of my computer building, you know, and success with, let's say, monetary number. Um, I was working from 9.30 when I'd turn up in the morning in the office through till 10 o'clock at night, getting in the door, throwing some food down my throat, jumping into bed, 
on the weekend, I'd be so stressed, although I didn't understand or identify stress at that point, I would be going out on a Saturday, getting absolutely wasted, and then waking up Sunday lunchtime, probably with a hangover, and then spending Sunday in bed with a duvet and eating a pizza or whatever. I mean, typical, I think pretty, pretty typical lifestyle. And um, I went traveling, I went to Bali and spent over a month there. And when I came back, I got caught with kidney stones, like stuck in my, stuck in my ureter, which is just... (laughs) Apparently they say it's worse than childbirth. I I, I mean, I don't know whoever came up with that, but I mean, I feel sorry for them because they've obviously gone through both. (laughs) Um, But I went through a year of being told that once you get kidney stones, you're stuck with them. That's it. They're just going to keep on and you just have to drink more water and um, try not to eat strawberries because it has oxalates in it, which can cause oxalate stone. So I went the whole year super stressed. Like, in fact, I was scared that I would get another kidney stone Mm -hmm. stuck at any point. And it's it's quite different for for men obviously in, no, in yeah. my brain it's, right it's now, pretty it's pretty insane actually it was, it was stuck and scraping my insides it mm. felt like i'd been cut open with a knife so it's pretty stressful worrying about you know imagine walking around the year wondering if you're going to give birth at any moment yeah. you'd be pretty yeah. stressed from it right yeah. so anyway my stress levels are off the chart even more so i carried on running the companies and um then i started bloating from eating things like pasta and like my health just started deteriorating basically the kidney stones put me over the edge in terms of stress which then put my body into a stress state which means it's not ready to flourish it's ready to run away from a threat chronic stress and my health started just falling apart i had immune issues i started getting urinary tract infections prostate issues at the age of like 32 which is unheard of and you know they thought i had all sorts of different tropical diseases and blah 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 and all they told me about the kidney stones was drink more water and it got to a point after a year of being super, super, super stressed and in and out of doctors. I mean, I got to know the receptionist's first name basis. I would just literally call him and say, it's Tim, can I come in? And they had no answers for me. Everything came back and they said, everything's fine. I'm like, you know, I was at the end. I was almost suicidal, I think, at one point where I was just like, I just want it to end. I can't cope with this anymore. From someone that's flourishing, full of energy and can do approach with everything to not being able to leave the house and then having to get your mum to drive you to the hospital uh, to the doctors so and then one day the, the turning point was and i stopped going on about me and get into some more value no, in a minute, no, it's, it's like yeah. it was the doctor i said to him like doctor what's what's actually wrong with me like why can't anyone find anything he shrugged his shoulders and said can't find anything wrong and i was in the way back in the car uh, with my mum and i was just like i can't understand this like, what do i need to do and i was just like in that moment i was like i can't trust these guys unfortunately to take control of my health I can't and I thought that the you know like when you're traveling for instance one thing that is a, a luxury for us as Brits is that we know that if something goes wrong when we're in England we can go to the good old NHS and if it's emergency you know you may sit around for a few hours in A&E but you'll be looked after and it's pretty good medical when traveling not so much and so we have this reliance on trusting that there's a doctor or someone that can figure something out for us and I'd been on that route for a whole year and I was like hang on a minute this isn't working so I got home all the different symptoms and things I'd gone through, put them onto post-it notes, stuck them up on the wall, put them into a cause and effect chart and started thinking, literally kicked my brain in. So I started with nootropics and smart drugs to help me think better so that I could then use my brain to fix my body. So it's really in a you know systematic business solution mm. focus, mm. really. It turned out and, you know, some of these areas that I talk about are very controversial because they say, oh, there's not enough studies or there's not enough data. But the point is, is what works for you? Like, for instance, when someone says something's placebo, amazing. The body is capable of fixing itself through a belief. Amazing. Yeah, who cares? And yeah, 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 I mean, you know, so for instance, the kidney stones for me specifically, which I told I couldn't reverse, was actually down to having a leaky gut, mm-hmm. which had been come down from use from too many antibiotics, which has caused the gut. And I had lots of pain in the digestive system. I was bloating blah, 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 fixing the gut, reversing it. And I've done that through various different means. Fix my gut. 
I stopped forming kidney stones, that stress went away. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this is amazing. That's just one example. You know, there was another thing where I'd had actually seven metal fillings in my mouth, um, amalgam fillings, which have mercury in them, which for some people, specifically some people that have a various gene element to it, like I do, you don't break down that mercury. It causes you to become toxic. Your immune system doesn't work like it should. I realized I'd had high levels, ridiculously high levels of mercury from the metal fillings, from too much salmon, various other sources, and um, a dodgy gut from too much antibiotics. So figuring out those things was good. I proved my health kind of 80%. And then since then, it's been refining it little bit by little bit, dialing it in with tracking and different supplements and stuff. And then it became kind of my career. Wow. Yeah. See, that's it's just amazing so that 80 percent, i guess we're talking about back in 2015 2016 is that have i got my timeline right yeah only around then so i suppose we've come quite a long way as a society since then in terms of wellness in terms of health and i take you know i hear what you're saying in terms of taking those things into your own hand and i suppose so much of that information is out there now perhaps for us all to go mm. ahead with it mm. i'm interested in that 20 percent in what you're doing yeah now can you talk to us a bit about that we we we, we called you in here because mm. you were interviewed on SL Man and mm. gave such interesting tiny things that we should be doing that really sparked so much conversation in the office didn't they? Yeah I mean as soon as I read that piece I went out and bought a Brita filter I know it's not the best mm. one and you were talking about a sort of charcoal type but I've only ever had filtered water ever since mm. and yeah, yes. Just yeah. you talked about filtered were... water you talked about contact with grass like yeah. you know so many yeah. things can you talk what are what are kind of some key principles of that tweaking small things that yeah. we could all be doing well i mean for me the 20 percent and the 80 percent emerge together so for example i call them the fundamentals of health actually so after and I'll, I'll give you a very quick backstory to this but after using so many different supplements so many different technologies like hearing new things come out left, right and center and just like everything links back to mimicking a natural environment. So for instance, you can get grounding bed sheets, which you can buy for 150 quid off Amazon or whatever, and which connects to the earth socket, the earth part of the wall socket. And that connects you to the earth, which gives you a flow of free electrons from the earth into the bed sheet. Is that a thing? Yes, like we all have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, the, the earth socket is the top pin in the UK, okay. um, different in Europe and Americas. Anyway, so, or you can take your shoes off and stand on the grass yeah. and ground, and that gives you a flow of free electrons. Probably better as well, because there's less potential contamination within the electrical circuitry at home. So, earthing bed sheets is a biohack, or you can stand barefoot on the grass. Um, you can use red light therapy to help promote healing, or you can get natural sun exposure. And, you know, most of us, like today, we're sitting in a fake lit room. You know, yeah, no natural so in <laughs> covered, covered in clothes yeah. with no UV or anything mm. outside. And, and yet we're told to be scared of UV. In mm. fact, my girlfriend until recently didn't even know that, you know, she wore Factor 50 face skin cream because she doesn't want to age, even in the UK, even in winter, because she's told that's what's the right thing that to do with it. That is what we are told, yes. But I don't know if this is what you're about to say. I've read before and I try and do it in the summer because I'm very prone to burning. Isn't mm. it? You're meant to allow yourself five or ten minutes mm. without it on first well, to soak in the good, the good things the first. Big, well, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Yes, in moderation is everything. Yeah. We didn't evolve covered in clothes in the Northern Hemisphere. Some of us, some of us not. Like, for instance, if you're Finnish and you go to... Egypt, you're going to burn in minutes because mm. you just didn't evolve with that level of sun exposure. Whereas if you're from Africa, it would be fine. Yeah. Problem is we spend all day, every day in clothes in a fake lit office. We don't go outside and get any natural light. And then mm-hmm. suddenly for two weeks of the year, we go out, mm. we get into the sun 
and we and our bodies don't know how to adapt. Whereas if you're going through all the seasons every year, having natural light exposure, mm -hmm. your body is going to get darker to protect itself. So it's natural skin sun protection and rays and fall throughout the year and the seasons. Problem is, is when you're doing it all day, every day, you know, in the sun as well. Like, for instance, if I go and live in Mallorca, which I do half of the year pretty much now, I'm not out in the sun all day, every day. I, I'm in the shade like our ancestors mm. would be. We're in a cave or whatever. So the point is, is get some sun, yes, but don't cover yourself from it completely because when the sun hits our skin, it basically works in a process that converts our food and oils that we eat into the hormones that we need to have energy and vitality. So by blocking it completely with clothes and with skin cream, you're not going to be having balanced hormones. It's that simple. So I could go on forever about this. <laughs> so basically, I want to get from you what those, you know, a few yeah. more of what those kind of core yeah. things are. And then we'll yeah. break down. I want to know okay. about food and about yeah. exercise. So so what else? So it's natural light. Yeah. So it's first of all, sleep. Yeah. yeah. Optimize your sleep. Mm -hmm. Like so many people think it's just something you have to do and you to get six to eight hours a night. But if you're not sleeping properly, your body's not going to be repairing damage. It's your number one thing to do. And obviously an aura ring or a whoop band or an Apple watch is, you know, it's better than nothing, but not great in my opinion. It gives you some data to know how good or bad you're doing. Mm -hmm. And if you're taking supplements, if you're doing all of the different things, but you're not optimizing your sleep, you're wasting your time. Okay, so that's number one. Um, so number one, optimize your sleep. Um, number two, hydrate properly you got to hydrate properly, as you know now. Obviously, filter your water. Tap water has so many contaminants in it. Even when people say tap water is fine, we're in a good country for it, then blah, 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 blah. When it's been tested, independent tests, you see it is full of crap. Antibiotics, hormones, yeah. contaminants, heavy metals. And when you look at it under a microscope, it is horrendous. You filter it is number one thing you must do. I go with the reverse osmosis water purification system just because it's the best Brita filter is better than nothing but it's not far better than nothing in my opinion no offense Brita but it isn't it's a good start for sure um so hydration and the thing is is a lot of water is low in minerals we drink water for the minerals which are electrolytes those electrolytes help fuel our let's say fuel our veins to for energy production and utilization so if you're drinking low mineral water from a tap it's filtered too much with no minerals in it. You're just going to be peeing more because you're flushing more and more minerals out. So hydration is number two. Natural light exposure. Some, even if it's five minutes a day, ideally full body, but not possible really. And question that sounds slightly glib, but isn't meant in that way. Obviously, we don't get much sun here. Is still, you know, is a walk in the rain natural beneficial? Light. Natural, natural light, light. yeah. yeah. It just It's about the, if it's daylight, mm. there's natural light. Got it. If it's dark, there's not. Some is better than none. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, when it's cloudy, there's less UV, significantly less. In fact, I measure the UV every day wherever I am and optimize my sun exposure accordingly. But you could be out in the, in the natural light here with no sun all day, every day and not mm -hmm. burn. This is as we as Brits evolve. So that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so natural light exposure. Community is a, a big one, actually. And this is the thing I've learned more and more as the conference has grown, that having the right people. I've gone from knowing four or five friends to having hundreds and hundreds of acquaintances, friends, colleagues, whatever, and everyone demands your time. And so knowing who to spend your time or energy with is important. When you have the energy draining vampires are always negative, you know, always draining you or always causing drama, when your circle grows so much, it's actually quite like, holy crap, I haven't got time for this. I just don't have time for this. Even if you love them because you've known them for 20 years or whatever, it's like sometimes optimizing. Actually, I heard Tim Ferriss quote, I think it was, it was like, if 
20% of your people cause 80% of your problems. Mm. You know what to do. So you've got to, mm, you've got, so you've got to cut them quick, you know, yeah. and so community is a massive one. Mm -hmm. um, movement, again, most of us spend our lives in an office or mm. not moving very much, maybe moving from the sofa to the fridge. You know, commonly, most people do. Um, most exercise is often in the bedroom and between the, the house and the car. You know, this is really, mm -hmm. really the size of it in today's society, moving every day important it gets our blood flowing it helps us oxygenate it gets our lymphatic system flowing which is good for detoxification um so optimizing your if you work at home home environment for me i have a rebounder next to my desk my standing desk so i'm standing working most of the day um, with a rebounder next to my desk so i'm bouncing up and down like a crazy man what's for, a rebounder for, sorry it's a mini trampoline okay, basically thank you. so my neighbors think i'm absolutely bonkers because <laughs> i'm like yeah i put one tune on and then i'm bouncing no, no, okay, no, that's cool. um while standing at my standing desk and, and whatnot. So uh, I also have like free weights at home and then um, a pull-up bar between the kitchen and the lounge because then I'm doing it every time I go through. Mm -hmm. That way it's just things like this, so movement. So it doesn't have to be a hit workout? No, no, I mean, whatever's, whatever's your deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, I prefer to optimize for energy and mind than aesthetics. Mm -hmm. um, I know I move enough. I don't need to be the biggest... Mm -hmm. muscly dude in the world to be happy in myself mm -hmm. i think there's often people aren't happy in themselves mm -hmm. until they're happy on the outside whereas i think it should come the other way around mm -hmm. which is really where i've focused my life on yeah and um just trying to think <laughs> on the spot what else there is no, th those are plenty <clears throat> of areas for us to to get into let's talk about nutrition what are your principles what are your basic rules everyone's an expert on nutrition <laughs> and everyone's on the right diet everyone's mm -hmm. on the wrong diet whatever i think it's what works for you mm. For me, I am a big meat fan. It doesn't mean that I'm pro bad meat mm -hmm. or inhumane meat. And I know the vegans would say all meat is inhumane. I think how an animal is raised and killed and what it's fed are really important. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for the sustainability of our planet for that cycle. So I eat predominantly meat with veg and fruit, um, but I eat natural. Mm -hmm. So like I talk about a lot, if it's got a barcode or if it's in a packet or a tin, it goes in the bin. Mm -hmm. Meat, uh, organic grass-fed meat, Wild fish, raw dairy, mm -hmm. pastured eggs, honey, maple syrup, filtered water, clean, organic coffee, mm -hmm. herbal teas, loose leaf. And uh, it's basically what I eat. Do you go out to eat? Yeah, I do. That was my yeah. question. Yes. Is that yes. the question? Yes. I'm not, I'm not, yes. We're restaurant. We're foodies. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, I'm just, just interested. I love food. Mm -hmm. I do. I love food. And I eat out, especially when I'm traveling or entertaining for speakers and things. I eat probably 50% of the time out, but I select where I eat properly. So. Right. My assistant always looks for the best grass-fed steakhouse in town. Mm -hmm. It's typically for me. Uh, in London, it's Blacklock. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few others as well. So anyway, what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I have a very fast metabolism. I need a fair amount of protein to just to keep stable, um, but completely natural. Mm -hmm. If I eat at a restaurant... I eat the best I can mm -hmm. with what's available at me at the time, but I'm not going to say, oh, no, I can't have that because it's mm. got a little bit of sunflower oil in it. Yeah. And the stress is actually probably worse than having a little bit of sunflower oil yeah. versus some of my colleagues or people I know that would be, oh, I can't eat there because mm -hmm. they use sunflower oil, they have kale or whatever it may be. It's just like, come on, like, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to enjoy life. Before we move on from that point, mm. I once heard a joke and it was a thing and I find it very guiding in my journey. It's like, 
guy goes to the doctor, he goes, doctor, doctor, I want to live forever. And he goes, okay, do you drink? No. Do you smoke? No. Do you have unprotected sex? No. Do you eat lots of fatty food? No. Do you go skydiving? No. He goes, then why do you want to live forever? <laughs> so for yeah. me, it's like, how can I how can I die as young, as late as possible? This is so I think that's so interesting because I, as I've sat here sort of planning the journey of this podcast, it, to me, that's sort of the, the kind of culmination. It's, it's, you know, do you just have fun in inverted commas like you know how can you live a, a, a life where your life your health is optimized but well i'm interested to hear your thoughts is your version of having fun perhaps then different to others so one of my colleagues and friends he will not ever ever cheat with anything he will never miss a day in the gym mm. personally for me that's a prison i would much rather have five years less of life mm. than be that strict and personally i think it comes from a place of inner ha- unhappiness mm-hmm. But also on the extreme opposite, it can become from a place of laziness. Mm. And I like to say what's optimal. So, for instance, I'm very organized with my calendar, with my daily task list, with everything. But I don't spend so much time planning that it becomes inefficient. Mm -hmm. And this is my approach to biohacking. This is my approach to life. How can I be as happy as possible with as minimal effort as possible, but actually the optimal sweet spot? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of biohackers are health junkies, Mm -hmm. actually, and addicted to something yeah a bit of um, orthorexia in that i mean yeah. there's there's a lot of these things all wrapped up in here mm. like yeah um one of my friends had an eating disorder he was like 55 kilos wow. there's a guy my height he's just super super light now he's 105 um he's gone from one extreme to the other i think it, there's some inner work to be done and mm. he's too strict i love him to bits don't get me wrong but everyone needs a little bit of mm. work so I think the optimal route is ideal. Mm-hmm. You know, I still get high. I still go out and drink from time to time. I was going to say, do you yeah, drink? Yeah. yeah, I do. I okay. do. I, like if I go out, I have a Negroni mm-hmm. or three, <laughs> just because it's generally good. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In alcohol, yeah. you don't get hangovers from it. It's got bitters in it, so it speeds up your liver metabolism. And <laughs> That's what I tell myself when yeah, I have them. I can find it. So yeah, so it's, okay. it's the optimal, the optimal okay. route: health and happiness mm. balance. And I love hearing that because yeah. I also think that legitimizes you in that it makes it more achievable, right? Yeah, I think for people who maybe aren't as health obsessed, you mm. need to know that there's got to be that bit of balance there. And presumably, that all goes back to the community thing you were saying as well about you still want to be able to see your friends in normal social mm. settings. Mm. And yeah like it's um there's a lot of extremes i mean the thing is we need people that go to these extremes to see what's possible mm-hmm. and then we can dial it in that mm. fits for us and i think for instance if i put it to my girlfriend situation when i met her she didn't know who i was she did she wasn't in the health space she thought she was doing all the things right you know fact 50 skin cream and you know all this stuff I'm, i won't go into detail even drinking coca-cola on a date <laughs> 
but for me you know for me it's acceptance it's like mm. you know but as she learns these things she's learning to integrate them mm. and she's doing it because she wants to be better not because because she doesn't know better mm. opposed to someone that's just like no i'm just happy you know like this and i don't give a mm. monkeys <laughs> so i think it's a really important step to integrate these things bit by bit and understanding you don't have to be perfect mm -hmm. and it's a way of progressing and i think it makes it much more mainstream although when you see on my instagram you see it's don't eat this don't do this this is toxic this mm. is toxic this is toxic this is toxic everyone's like this guy must be so much fun at the party <laughs> and i'm always like actually no i do have fun and i know when to let my hair down and when to chill so. okay um could we talk about devices gadgets interacting with technology i guess technology isn't that compatible with you know elements of life that you're talking about and sun exposure and going back to our natural state what's your relationship like with technology um i love technology it makes us smarter mm -hmm. it helps us be more optimal as well but there's a point where we use it too much and it becomes counterproductive for instance in my opinion this is completely in my opinion apple um, <laughs> for instance apple watch can help you understand it's a good entryway into knowing that you can do things better but in my opinion the EMFs off of the devices actually interfere with sleep. And EMF, sorry. EMF, electromagnetic frequencies. Mm -hmm. So for instance, there's EMFs are, actually we have native and non-native EMFs. I won't bore you with the full science, but basically EMFs are given off by Wi-Fi routers, off your mobile phone, off of Bluetooth, all of these different devices. Some people are EMF sensitive. So for instance, someone that has a Wi-Fi router left on at home, mm -hmm may not sleep properly mm -hmm. because their body perceives it as a threat. Some people just don't see any difference. Mm -hmm. Like one of my colleagues, he put a Wi-Fi router and his phone next to his bed and it didn't affect his sleep at all. Mm -hmm. But so for some people it does. So for instance, an Apple Watch, if you're tracking your sleep with an Apple Watch and you're EMF sensitive, it's going to affect your sleep. Mm -hmm. So it's going to give you wrong data. But it's a good way to say, I can be better. And then you get things like the Aura Ring, which yeah, is you know, fascinated done super well, mm -hmm. this company. I've had one since the very beginning when there was a massive, great, monstrous device <laughs> that looks about the size of this microphone. <laughs> um, they are fantastic. You can put them in airplane mode. They don't affect your sleep. They track your sleep very well compared to most of the other devices out there. And most people don't even know. They just yeah. think you're married. So technology is great for that, but it can also be counterproductive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we look at people playing on their phones, sitting slumped over all day, every day, you know, eating out in restaurants, you see people slumped over the phones. They're not even engaging with yeah, each other. Yeah, that upsets me. I'm not and judgmental, but that does. So that's technology gone wrong, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But learning how to tailor it, like mm -hmm. tweak it back and apply. And I think it's the same with health. At the moment, there's a lot of money in the health and longevity space. People are throwing money everywhere trying to make the next big piece of tech going too far and then they trim it back and then there's a few things that work very well. So I think if you can combine the natural side with the tech side, you're going to win. What does an evening look like for you? Like a chilled evening? Typically, um, finish work wherever I am or whatever and I'm traveling six to nine months of the year. So generally I would try and see sunrise in the morning and see sunset in the evening. Those are two I try to do as non-negotiables. From about 5 p.m. I start winding down. Uh, generally that'd be with reading or catching up with the social medias and seeing any nasty comments or good comments and, and good stuff. Good way to end the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I try not to be on my phone after kind of 9.30, 10 p.m. because it's like watching a, a war film before you go to bed. Mm. Your unconscious doesn't know it's not a war film. It thinks it's in a war zone. Mm. And then your heart rate would be increased. You're, you'll be in fight or flight. You won't sleep as good. So it's good to wind down in the evening. So it's generally a lot more chilled. And that depends on whether I'm in the UK or if I'm traveling, if I'm entertaining and things like that. But typically it'd be fairly chill 
yeah, generally not very Netflixy. I was going to say no box sets. Maybe, may, no, maybe one episode. You know, I have one episode every few days and one film a week, so mm -hmm. I limit myself. Otherwise, I can just I have an addictive personality. Yeah. I just go all in and watch five episodes in a row and destroy a season. So, <laughs> so no, I have to be very measured with it. Where do you stand on supplements? Good question. Um, I love them, but too many people just pop more supplements thinking more is better mm. in fact they should be measuring and this is the future of biohacking my opinion it's going to be very measured in terms of get a test done to see what you're deficient in mm. and then supplement with those things alone would you say that's sort of for everything health-wise go and have your blood tests and go from there yeah problem is is what blood tests mm. if you go to the traditional nhs gp they just don't know what to test for you know a colleague of mine very well-known colleague he went to the doctors and he said i want to be better and the doctor said, what's wrong with you? He said, nothing. He mm. said, I can't tell you anything. He goes, mm. but I want to be better. He said, I can't tell you anything. There's nothing we can test for. Mm. That's the point. It's like, it's like taking your car in for a service every year so that it doesn't go wrong mm. versus when it's broken down. Yeah. It's like... I actually really relate to that. Yeah. I don't know about you. So I'm at that place and then you don't really know where to go and so therefore you just don't really do anything. Yeah. Mm. But are there any places you recommend where mm. you can go and get tests yeah. done? Yeah, completely. Uh, for sure. I mean, I think the unfortunate thing is it's not until we've got a gun to our head that we're super motivated. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, uh, a mother in Africa, she wouldn't crawl 50 kilometers to go and get water if she didn't have a child waiting mm. yeah, back there. Yeah. She just wouldn't. It's the motivation is everything. When it comes to preventative health, People don't know there's anything wrong. So that, and we're all, you know, costs are going up. Everything's expensive. Why should I spend money on a test when nothing's wrong? Mm -hmm. And yet people don't want anything to go wrong versus I'm sick. This is going wrong. Let's just throw everything at it mm, to yeah. figure it out. So preventative, unfortunately, doesn't have the motivation yet. Um, but I think with the rising numbers of obesity and other health issues being so high these days, people are becoming more focused on it. Mm -hmm. There are a few places you can order good tests online. Um, one of them, my favorite, actually, no affiliation, is Omnos, omnos.me. And they do the hormone, the proper hormone panel, urine test to see, you know, if you've got leaky gut, they've got the gut microbiome test and they do a wellness 360 which is actually new out um where it looks at everything and obviously isn't a 360 mm -hmm. which can tell you if there's a, some markers off so i think that's a great place to start again i'm not an affiliate or i don't get anything for mentioning i just think they're doing mm. it very very well and there's a few other companies like it at the moment there's another brand called bioni that you do a blood test up front and then they sell you the supplements to fill those deficiencies mm. and i think that's the first one of a few companies that are going to be like that zoe offers something similar as well don't they people keep on talking about zoe mm. i to be honest i haven't drilled mm. into it because they i think they do glucose monitoring test or something or other yes. going, and i wear a glucose monitor all the time from another brand one of our exhibitors actually mm -hmm. so i haven't really explored them yet interesting so you do that just as well as part of not as a diabetic but as just part of your general health yeah preventive it yeah okay so supplements find out what's wrong and then go from there yeah what about what about like things that are unusual i feel like all of these categories are kind of you know again sort of things we know that we should be doing but what do you do that is like people think that's a bit crazy it's a without really, having to go to the it's, care that's a really good question because <laughs> for me it's all normal nowadays i was, I was gonna say it probably doesn't mm. seem unusual if you've been doing no i remember seeing a colleague of mine ben greenfield uh who's really well-known biohacker i think he's number one joint first place in my opinion i saw him do iv at home once self iv like he put a thing around his arm and then did an iv and yeah, i was just like dude that is so extreme um but i've been taught i've actually been taught to do it and mm -hmm. now for me you know if i do do it it's quite normal it's always nerve-wracking mm. so it's like that is extreme that in is most extreme. people it's like we're injecting subcutaneous nad for instance uh, which is a an energy let's say an energy booster into your belly fat in the morning it may look extreme no nope. in my relationship who 
which is the opposite of a biohacker. It's quite funny because I'm always looking at third perspective. How am I perceived with this mm. right now? So if, if, of course, I'm injecting into my belly mm. fat, I look like a crackhead or something. <laughs> um, so I think injecting, you know, NAD is one of the more extreme things, although a lot of people are becoming more used to that. Is that um, a daily thing? Depends. Okay. Like if I fly, if I've flown and I'm a bit knackered, then yeah. I'll, I'll use it. But generally, I like to optimize my life, so I don't need to inject right. these things. That's one of them. Strangely, standing in the garden with your shoes off, meditating, mm. which is so basic, like one of the most basic things in this world, historically speaking, and yet people will look at you like you're absolutely <laughs> batshit crazy. <laughs> so I go out into the garden when I'm in my home where there is a garden. I will stand out in the garden and, and I work on the laptop, you know standing on the grass or whatever can i ask you a silly question does it have to be real grass yes yeah i mean <laughs> the point the point is it needs to be connected to the soil. earth Got so it. if it's water in mm-hmm. a natural body of water not a swimming pool mm-hmm. if it's soil grass sand any of these things it's connected to the earth and that's where the electric electrical flow works but when it's plastic grass or a balcony <laughs> one of my followers said the other week oh, i've been grounding all week on the balcony <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah so these things look bad like weird but i think injecting is always the the one that has the most mm-hmm. weird feeling to it measuring various things like for instance i went for an mri last week and um my lady said well why are you going for an mri and i was like well i want to check out some mm-hmm. stuff and she's like are you mad like this is weird I was like, mm-hmm. no but it's my career i like mm-hmm. to make sure i'm optimizing every angle yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everything can look weird <laughs> i think <laughs> um what is the thing that you see people doing the most that you think, God, that's such an awful habit? And forget kind of bad night's sleep. You know, what, what is the, the thing? Maybe it's a health trend that goes around at the moment that you just think, oh, my God, if only people knew not to do that. Well, there's everything everywhere. Like, I mean, walking down the street in London, mm. it's the opposite of natural. And we can't flourish, you know, because we're breathing in smoke down the street, drinking crappy water, people drinking Coca-Cola. I think the one I, I try not to judge people because... You don't know if it's because they don't know better or because they just don't care. But Mm. someone drinking Coca-Cola, I'm just like, if only you knew better. And, you know, I did a reel actually went viral, several million views. People were saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. This isn't bad. One influencer actually said you can drink 17 cans of Diet Coke a day and still be safe. And like, you're a nutritionist. I'm embarrassed for you. (laughs) So there's things like even nutritionists that are formally trained Mm. are saying things like Diet Coke is safe and it's not natural. Right. We just don't know enough. Mm -hmm. So I think... Traditionally, what people put in their mouths is like just the most basic thing mm. should be nutrients. I could pick a hundred different <laughs> yeah. things. I'm trying. I'm trying. To, I'm trying not to go off on a hundred different fair. things. That's <laughs> um, Male fertility is declining. Do you know why that is? Definitively, I mean, there's a, a many things that are causing it, but I think what I do know is what I see kill testosterone levels and libido in men. And what raises them, and that's a good place to start. If I'm talking from the man side and on the female side, I'll come to that quickly in a second. A friend of mine, a colleague, measured his testosterone every single day for 30 days in a row and did various different tests through the month to see what increased or decreased it. For instance, having sex or masturbating, and he tested both, didn't really damage his testosterone very much. But the thing that put it to zero was stress. When he had a day of stress, his testosterone went to zero. Like... Like literally, his wow. it was literally like killed it. Mm. We cannot thrive. Short-term stress is fine. Like for instance, again, evolutionary speaking, you're running away from a lion or whatever to protect the family. You need that stress. It's going to move all the blood flow from your digestive system to your muscles. You can do your shit. That's it. But chronic stress, 
where your body just is constantly running or needing to run, your digestion is not going to work properly. Your hormones are going to be all over the place because those hormones are needed to get you to be mobile. And if your testosterone is zero, as a man, you're not going to perform in just about every aspect. You're not going to have the energy, the drive. You're not going to have the masculine mindset. So I think stress is the number one killer of libido, which is a good indicator for hormones. The second thing, and this applies to both men and women, is light exposure. Sun hitting our skin converts our cholesterol into hormones. And if your hormones are out of whack, you're not going to be very fertile. It's really very basic. Mm. And then when you have endocrine disruptors, microplastics in in your water supply, all these different birth control, making it through into the water supply. That's what I hear a lot about. Mm. And I'm never quite sure if it's proven Mm. or whether it's a sort of tale. Depends on who funds it. Unfortunately, there's just such a biased world. And, you know, even on independent there's an independent body I'm dealing with this week. And when I looked at their independence, actually they're funded by yeah. the big social media guys mm. and the government. You never know. That's the problem. Uh, but the thing is, is independent, someone that has spent out some money to test these things, you can. it's good to look at those as well as the big. And I'm not saying don't trust the main system. I'm just saying they. I think they do have the best interest at heart. They're just not specialists. And mm. we should be listening to the authors or the people that have put their life's work into one specific area and said, I know better. So I think with the hormones, like for instance, microplastics, um, bad diet, breathing bad air you know if you think when we were most fertile it's when we're living off the land Mm. eating naturally with not all these chemicals that may be endocrine disruptors isn't it better to say let's get rid of the may Mm. and go with what we know and that's what we evolved with because we were fertile up to you know very fertile up until like 100 years ago which Mm. is when all these plastics and all these chemicals and everything got into the system so start with stress natural light exposure remove all the toxic face creams chemicals the best you can and then you get more fertile. In fact, the biohackers, it's funny because I was having this conversation a few days ago with a colleague of mine and and a, and a friend of mine. She's like, well, I'm 34. If I don't have a kid soon, that is game over for me. I need to make a decision soon. It's like, well, actually, if you're doing the things that the female biohackers do, they're having kids like mid into their mid 40s, wow. late 40s quite easily. Mm. And that is quite normal. But traditional like mainstream people that just don't know better. Fertility is a very short window, Mm. admittedly, and it makes people make different decisions, different partners, then the kid's not brought up in the right way, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I think if you do these things that may be an endocrine disruptor, avoid them. Mm. It seems to work for female biohackers, so. Interesting, we should find some female biohackers and get them Yes, I think we do, yes. Um, I'm interested that you mentioned toxic skincare. Mm -hmm. As we said at the top of this podcast, for those listening, Tim Skin is like quite, quite something for for 44. Um, I mean, but like you look younger than both of us, so that's depressing. What, um, where do you stand on skincare? Do you do anything? I do, Um, but not a lot, really. Mm. I I mean, I've never really, okay. I had dry skin until I was like 34, 35 and I'd use normal soap. And I'd have to use like Clinique or one of the most expensive creams I could actually find at the time to stop this dry skin. And it would be awful. Never once did anyone say you're not hydrating properly. It's like the right minerals, because if you're hydrated properly, obviously everything's going to mm-hmm. be better. So I optimized from the inside out is the, is the honest answer. And actually, I was still using soap on my skin until probably about a year and a half ago. And one of my friends, a Lithuanian a doctor friend of mine that created a brand called Manila Cosmetics. Fantastic, fantastic. Like the cleanest, uh, she didn't, she wasn't even a biohacker. And when I saw the ingredients, I was like, this stuff is amazing. Again, no affiliation. Um, she said, why are you using soap? That's just going to be 
killing the natural oils in your skin, this is what you should be using. So I use a cleanser, a clean cleanser with water and so uh, without soap, sorry. And then there's a brand called Nibu Naturals, N-I-B-U Naturals. Again, she's a female biohacker, Nikki. She's a grandma. You would never know she was a grandma. She <laughs> literally looks like mid-40s. And I, I seriously didn't know she had grandkids. I th really thought she was about my age. That's how fantastically it's working for her. Um, and it's clean, organic, natural skincare. Proper stuff. The, the proper, proper stuff. And that's all I use now. There is another brand, American brand called Alitura which is um, very, very clean as well. Better for guys, in my opinion. Um, the guy that founded it has in, was in a car accident and had you know, loads of issues. He's ridiculously good looking. He looks like Johnny Bravo with the <laughs> biggest jewel you'll ever see in the world. But the point is that those products work very well as well. Okay. But just before we move on from that is typical face creams have so many chemicals in that may make you feel better in the short term, but in the long term, they're just very, very heavy in chemicals. The to toxic chemicals in most of the skin creams are actually, in my opinion, toxic. And people say, it's only a little bit. It doesn't matter about a little bit. But the point is, is you know what only a little bit adds up like when you get your credit card bill at the end of the month? Mm. It's like three pounds here, four pounds there. And you're like, holy crap, I've spent like 1500 quid on Starbucks and, <laughs> you know, prep. Mm. This is like that with chemicals. It's compound theory. So I think reducing, removing those things is important. Example, lip balm. A lot of them actually have a chemical in there that dries your lips out in the long term and which makes you want to put more product mm. on to keep them moist throughout the day. I think that's what Vaseline is. Everyone yeah. says that. I, I do wear a lot of lip balm. Mm. And the yeah, more because, you, because you keep eating it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The more you use it, the more you need it. Exactly. Not all brands, to be yeah. fair. And there are some ethical ones out there. Actually, Nibu Naturals does one. But uh, Lanolin, for instance, completely great. It's almost free off of Amazon if you get a clean one. And you can re remove lip balm pretty much all together. And yet you're putting these chemicals on. They're actually hurting your lips in the long term. Oh, well, I just have dry lips. I have to keep on using more. As well, yeah, aren't they? Just... <laughs> Not good. Sorry, I could go about on it's all of these topics forever. <laughs> and I'm a nightmare, I know. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, let's talk about the Health Optimization Summit. When is it? What is it? And who, who goes and who speaks? June 16th to 18th, mm -hmm. 2023. 2,500 people. 115 brands, healthy, clean brands. Every single one of them is selected, used by me. If it's a female brand, not used by me, my team. Speakers like leading speakers, such as Ben Greenfield, Vishen Lakhiani from Mind Valley. He's one of our keynote speakers as well. Dr. Jolene Brighton, who is um, female health optimization. She's amazing in terms of hormones and fertility. We've actually got a really interesting sexologist speaker this year as well, Dr. Kat Myers. It's going to be fantastic talk and leading authorities or authors on all of these subjects around health and optimization. Can you still get tickets? Yes. Yes, we have tickets. There's VIPs and traditional ones. Um, the VIPs get you to hang out with all the speakers and go to a speaker dinner and all the fancy bells oh. and whistles and stuff. But yeah, there are tickets okay. available. And where is it? Business Design Centre, Angel, Central okay. London. Fab. To finish, what's been your biggest learning from your personal journey? What's your biggest takeaway? Well, uh, sorry, um, distilling it all down into one thing. What our ancestors did worked because it got us to this point. And what we're doing now is fast accelerating everything in decline. I would say what we evolved with worked. Stick to that as close as possible, but use the modern things to make your life happier and better where you can, but not relying on the stuff that doesn't work. Gave me goosebumps a bit. <laughs> I like that. Um, Tim, thank you so much for joining us for more 
follow Tim at Tim Biohacker on Instagram. There you go. And you can buy tickets for Health Optimization Summit. Healthoptimization.com. There you go. Thank you so much, Tim. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, please do email podcast at sharelux.com. We love hearing from you. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.